attentive to the Old Testament, recognize that in the life of our Lord Jesus Christ, he reenacts, or what occurred to Israel throughout the history of her salvation, he himself experiences and goes through. We hear, after the angel Gabriel announces this good news to Our Lady, that she goes in haste to Judah. Now, for many of us, that doesn't mean a hill of beans, except that's where Elizabeth lived. But if we were students of Scripture, we'd understood that it was in Judah where the Ark of the Covenant was found, and that David then brought to Jerusalem. And as David brings that, that Ark of the Covenant, which was a, was a symbolic representation of the presence of God in their lives, of Israel, we see that David dances with joy as the ark is brought into Jerusalem. And so we see that Mary, the, the true ark of the covenant, the true vessel that holds not just uh, tablets that God's finger touched, but contains God himself, Mary is in Judah. And John the Baptist offers that dance of praise that David offered to the ark when it came before David. And so we see that once again, Jesus will go through all of his 33 years of life, all of what Israel herself went through, to show truly that he is the fulfillment. But it goes by many of us because we don't know the Old Testament well enough, which should encourage us to delve deeper into the reading and the study of sacred scripture. And so this morning, as we hear the words of, our, of Elizabeth to her cousin, we see the fulfillment or the finishing of that beautiful prayer that we pray, the Hail Mary. The Hail Mary in which it is a message of the angel to Mary in the beginning, and the message to Elizabeth to Mary at the second half of that first stroke. In fact, the Hail Mary prayer existed as that alone, until later, much later on in church history, when the second part was added. But that was not, in four, uh, that was not until uh, almost 800 years after the original Hail Mary, the, original, the first part was done. And that is also when they added, by whom, Jesus. It used to just end with by whom. But anyway, that's another, that's another homily. So the point being, my dear friends, is that as Jesus comes into the presence of, our, of, presence of Elizabeth and her son, John the Baptist in utero, both give praise and glory to God who has come to visit them. It is a reminder to you and me to reflect upon how do we treat or how do we react to the presence of God who is in our midst, to the presence of God who is truly with us, as we heard in the, in the entrance antiphon, that Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. So God, isn't, God didn't come to, see, to come to us and say, now you see me, now you don't. I'm here 33 years, now I'm gone. But Jesus came and God stays with us and remains in us, especially in the most holy Eucharist. And so my dear brothers and sisters, let us pray that each and every time we approach our Eucharistic King, our Eucharistic Lord, that our soul will give joy, will be joy-filled and dance before the Lord to give him the proper worship, because truly he not only is in our midst, 
but he will truly come to us and unite himself completely with us. God bless you.